This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today we're talking a handful of game news before jumping into some Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Call of Duty Black Ops 4. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And the Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help us keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. Thanks again to Jason K. and Gojo for their contributions of at least $10 or more. Uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNews at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcast. Or that last one, Twitch. Uh, I've been trying to stream a lot more lately, so please do check it out. I did post a couple of, uh, well, not a couple, but a highlight video of a really sick play I had in Rainbow Six last <laughs> night. Uh, it's on the YouTube and the Twitch that you can check out. Uh, but yeah, we've been we've been streaming some Rainbow Six on there, and I did do some Black Ops on there as well. So pay attention to the Twitch; it's pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, that being said, has anybody played anything else lately? Real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Midwest Podcast Network has now joined Spotify, so all of our shows are on Spotify Ooh, as yay. of right now. So if you want to listen to us on that, we should be available. And uh, Horror Movie Yearbook, they're going to be talking about the new Halloween, Halloween 2018, which is a sequel to the original Halloween and ignores all other Halloween movies. Really? I didn't yes. realize that. That's cool. It's very good. I saw it Thursday, and I was quite a fan. So... Uh, that should be coming, uh, this Friday, so keep an eye out for that, and, uh, or maybe Sweet. sooner than, than that, I'm not sure. Things shifted a little bit, cause, uh, Tim had to go and get married, and that, uh, takes Man some time. down! <laughs> Man down! But they should be back in the fold very shortly, and, uh, yeah. Cool. Anybody play anything else? Yeah. What'd you play? I started to play Spider-Man, finally. Yeah? And, uh, I didn't play that much of it. But it seems cool. Like, cool. I was getting frustrated because I'm apparently really bad at the combat, and I don't understand why, because I played those damn Batman I was saying, you, you played all the Batman games, and, and it them. should feel the same, but I just keep getting my ass kicked. And I'm like, this, this game shouldn't be hard. Guns. It just started. Guns. It's the guns, are, yes. Yeah, so you got, you, what you got to do... Because I don't see the Spidey Sense thing, and all of a sudden I'm getting shot to death. So you get... I had the exact same problem. It's too like light colored against certain backgrounds, yep. and uh, so you'll start to notice it more as you play more. But also, you should dump points into things that help you deal with guns. There's something that lets you hold triangle to rip guns out of their hands. Yeah, um, that's cool, and, and and things like that. So invest in the skills that let you deal with guns as soon as you possibly can, and then it, the combat gets a lot more manageable. But even yeah. even so, you should also invest in more skills that make the combat more fun, that give you more things to do, because it just makes it a lot easier to deal with and manage people and, you know, use your web devices more than I did, because I didn't, and you should. I used I use pretty much everything that's available in combat, but I don't I haven't done anything with the skill tree or whatever yet. Yeah, like you got to start dumping, because the skill tree, like, unlocks so much more variety on the combat that it's not yeah. even funny. Yeah, it is kind of like 
I wouldn't say boring, but just not. It's very monotonous. Versatile if you don't right now, add more into it. So, um, yeah, no, it looks cool though. It was kind of a bummer when it like I my first experience of it was watching it on your sweet TV, <laughs> and it looks kind of dull on my TV. That's a bummer. But I mean, it's still a good looking game. Like swinging around the city is awesome, and it's, it's just super easy. Yeah. And I, like, I think I ended up like on the ground once just because it wasn't paying attention. But it's, there's no penalty to it, and it's just amazing, like how like full of life the city is. Yeah, and, I liked learning how to build momentum better. Like you yeah, kind of start cool. to get a little bit of a better feel of like, like I feel like I could cover the whole island of Manhattan in like less than a couple minutes after playing it for. 20 hours or whatever yeah. I did. But um, also, that the quick travel in that game is great, but you almost never use it. The thing about it is there's like different subway stops. It's like the uh, it's subway. Yeah. And you'll get these little intermission scenes of Spider-Man on the subway, and he's either just like chilling there and like there's a tired new yorker that's like sleeping on him as he's checking his phone or like <laughs> he's rocking out with this dude who's got a boombox going on the subway like they're just these really cool little like i don't know cut scenes yeah a cut scene like just like a little vignette of spider-man interacting with new yorkers in a very day-to-day sense well that's, it's that's interesting because that kind of backs up more of the idea that the the universe is very established with Spider-Man at this yeah. point and like they've accepted him as like one of their own. Yep. <clears throat> People don't yeah. fear him. Um and I that's something I, I don't remember which podcast it was probably Kotaku that's talking about that sort of thing like how they liked that this takes place like 8 years in. Yeah, 8 years yeah. after he gets bit, which is really cool. Yeah. They um, I mean they very quickly just set the tone like yeah. hey, this is Spider-Man, he's been around, everyone knows who he is. And he knows what he's doing for the most part. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah, I liked just, that because I'm sick of origin stories. Yeah, like reboot origin yeah, story like, crap. Yeah. Every damn Spider-Man movie. <laughs> we've, we've seen enough of how Spider-Man gets his powers. That's why Marvel skipped it with the movies this time. So. Yeah, I see. I actually haven't had, I haven't seen uh, Homecoming yet. Have you? Did you watch Civil War yet? No, because I can't get a copy okay. right now. Because that is the introduction of Spider-Man. Ah, okay. But yeah, cool, cool. Anything else? Um, oh, I will say we were at Best Buy, still on the topic of Spider-Man, and they showed this new Spider-Man show that's coming out. Oh yeah, that looks it looks really awesome. Cool. Is it a show or the movie? I don't know. It's, it's an animated it's an movie, animated movie the Spider-Verse? with like yes. it's a movie coming out in December. It looks amazing. Oh, okay. yeah, like the looks... animation is so cool, and like I love the fact that they're doing like the little African American Spider-Man boy, and then like they've got like it just looked sweet. Like. Yeah. It, I, yeah, well, I, I, it's not not only that, but it's it's uh, spoiler alert. Nicholas Cage voices a Spider Man in that movie because there are a bunch of Spider Men. Oh, interesting! In that movie, it's a bunch of them kind of overlapping, and it's about Miles learning how to be Spider Man. Essentially, does okay. that Spider Man have wild hair? Like, no, I don't. I, no I, I can't. Hair? I think he's playing Spider Man Noir. Oh, okay. So he should be a much more subdued, gritty, kinda, yeah, gotcha. gritty Spider-Man. Yeah, he's not going to try and steal the Declaration of Independence, or not like maybe a, a Con Air Spider-Man. Or no, something. he doesn't have long, flowing Damn. locks. Give me back the bunny, <laughs> or whatever that line is, <laughs> or put the bunny down. No, <laughs> no drunk Spider-Man. No, no like, yeah, no. 
he might do this. The the Nicolas Cage thing that he does in every movie, but Con Air is highly underrated. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Moving along, what else did you play, Brian? Anything else? Um, I think just the usual stuff, you know. Yeah, some Rainbow, Destiny, some and Destiny, Forza, some Forza, um, and yeah, that's about it. Right on, Alex. I uh, have not played a whole lot other than some of the stuff we've. We're going to talk later, but I fell down a hole of a game called Hole Down. It's on iOS, and it is $4, and there's no in-app purchases. But Yay. you know the game uh, Breakout, where you're like using a yeah. paddle to hit a ball, yep. and you got to hit the pieces to make them disappear? So this game is like you picking a trajectory for one or several balls that you're going to fire down into a hole that has a bunch of blocks that have numbers on them. And you have to hit them that number of times to make them go away. And if you don't destroy them soon enough, they reach the top of the screen, and then your run ends, and you have to start over again. You're collecting crystals to let you fire more balls into the hole, or get more crystals on each run, or up your maximum number of balls that you can have in a hole, and things like that. Do you have maximum balls? I'm not quite at maximum balls yet. I okay. have something like 32 or something. It's it's you a ridiculous. Have 32 balls. There's a lot of balls that I can put That's in a lot that of hole. Balls. Where do those go? They all go in the hole. Okay. It's it, like keeping dogs in a tub. You got to hold down, and so it's it's fun. And <laughs> the thing is, there's like it's like you're digging down, and there's a bunch of different. Like you start on like an asteroid, and then you move to like a planetoid, and then you do a planet, and then. I think eventually the last level is the sun and you go deeper into it and each of them like ups the amount of times you have to hit each of the blocks okay. in order to destroy them. So it's just a fun little thing to play when I, you know, need something to I play. I feel like I saw an animated gif of someone doing really ridiculous shit in this game on Reddit. Maybe. But I don't remember. I don't know. It, it it's it's just it's a lot of fun. It's just it a It sounds fun like little something game. I saw. It, yeah, maybe. Like, you can, at some point, when you have 32 balls or whatever, and you can get them trapped in the corner of the hole and just hitting, like, hundreds of times, because you have to hit the blocks 120 times or something like that, it's really satisfying when you get, like, a good run. So. Yeah. But, yeah, it's fun. $4. It's on iOS for sure. Could be on Android. I don't know. Um, worth checking out. Reminds me of something like Ridiculous Fishing. A little bit of Donut County, kind of just like those all-in indie games on iOS that are cheap and you don't have to sink money in the, into them and watch ads and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't even think there's a free version you can get. You so, can't just watch ads and get free balls. No. You cannot watch ads to add balls to your Damn. hole. So Bummer. Yeah. But, yeah, that's. Cool. I think that's... I'm pretty sure that's all I've played. I haven't uh I haven't played anything other than what we've talked what we're talking about in Rainbow Six, yeah. obviously. So Yeah. That's about it. Um I'm now all in on Rainbow Six on the PC. Yeah, you are. I figured out I spent about seventy dollars to get everything, so I feel okay about it. <laughs> How many you mean hours? you got all the operators and stuff? Yeah, I now have year three and year two and everything. Okay. So how how many hours do you have in the game? Do you know? Not that many. I just hit level 20, so I can do ranked now. But. Cool. 
I'm all in because I uninstalled it on PlayStation. So I well, you're you you're the Dead. one that pushed me. I'm like, okay, well, I'm never gonna play as anybody new unless I buy everything again. So thanks, Brian. <laughs> you made me drop another thirty five dollars. Well, I mean, and Gladish seems one hundred percent on board. With yeah, now PC that Gladish version. has joined us in the in the PC realm, I think he's uh, like, this is great. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been telling you. <laughs> Now, now, now that he's there too, and I feel like I'm paying more attention to it. I feel like I leveled up in Rainbow Six. I did start kind of watching some of the get flanked videos, and I'm like, all right, I'm finding angles, and I'm trying to get headshots rather than just potatoing everywhere. And it's it's, it's just those those videos. The main thing they do for me is they they help me like critique my own play because I yeah. notice things that like I don't do that he's doing and it's little stuff. It may not even be the things he's discussing for that particular video, but just like the way he moves laterally and like the way he like, you know, tilts like back yeah. and forth and yeah. just things like that. It, basically the way Zach plays. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's just a different mindset other than, cause I feel like you run into a game like call of duty or battlefield or something like that. And a lot of it is just like, all right, this is Twitch. It's going to happen real quick. I just got to yeah, murder. It takes like no skill at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, but you're just throwing bombs in all directions. And that's the thing about Rainbow Six is I really appreciate the strategy that you can use to approach everything. Of like, I'm going to yeah. lock down this space. I'm going to sit there and wait for them to come to me. You know, or let every everyone else on my team kill everybody because I never leave the room. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, there's a lot more to it than just the, we're going to run in circles and shotgun each other to death. Did you watch the video he did with Mira in the Hereford base? Not yet, no, okay. I did that's, that I, I took that strategy of using that room that he uses, and that's that was that highlight clip that I posted of yeah. how I utilized that space. Um Gladish in the chat was basically like, yeah, but it would have been better if you were Mira. And yeah. I'm like, I don't have Mira. I was just, <laughs> I was happy that using a similar strategy, I was able to like see what was going on all, all around me. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known how to do that had I not watched that video. Yeah. The big thing is like just using impact grenades and like making your own lines of sight is something like I've been doing more and more and like, you know, making kill holes that like peak windows that I know people are going to come through and things like that. Like you just, you don't think about that stuff until you just, until uh, you get killed that way. Yeah. Until yep. you get killed that way. But even then you're so filled with rage from getting killed that way. You don't remember to utilize that moving forward. It's just. The thing about it is now that I'm starting to freak out less when there's a moving human on my screen. Which I feel like is <laughs> like, oh, shit, I'm already it's not the doing Twitch better. Cam. Yeah, exactly. Like there's somebody in front of me that I can shoot. I still I, need to get to the shooting them before they shoot me part, but I'm working on it. And so. I actually I feel like the community for Rainbow Six on PC is a lot less toxic. At yeah. least at least I've noticed that. The only issue I had was the other day I was playing solo. I solo queued one match. And I had the entire team telling me how to play the game as if I didn't know what I was doing. They, they, it, and it went as far as them telling me to lower the sensitivity and the DPI on my mouse. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sitting there like, like you are all Dude, dead. Dude, your FOV is too big. Like, every single one of you is dead, and I've clutched every round at the end with three kills minimum. I walked out of that game with nine kills. Like, yeah. they had, like, next to none. They had, like, one or two each. And I was like, I, I smoked this game. And, like, they're telling me what to do. Like... Shut up. That's the whole reason I don't play Overwatch. Like- I, I solo queued a couple games last night, and uh, and I wasn't doing particularly well, but there was one point where I was the last one alive as an attacker, and there were like two or three other people alive, and I managed to get one of them down. But uh, 
not once did I get voted. I didn't get try, nobody tried to kick me. Yeah. Which I guess most of the time when we're playing, it's you who's trying to kick me. But. No, 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 it's not. A- <laughs> <laughs> I do it as a joke. I know, I know, but it feel like I have never once been voted. And nobody's ever voted to kick me in PC when I'm playing by myself, and I yeah. end up being the last one alive because I always am. That's yeah. not through skill. That's through total defense and cowardice. <laughs> through hiding. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding outside of the building. Yep. Where is he? On the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, everyone's dead? Yeah. There How is, do I get into the building? <laughs> it, there's something nice about being on the roof. Yeah. You're just it's just a safe, safe place. There's like nothing you think There was one time I was on the roof, but I like it was real early days, and I ended up standing on a uh, on a hatch, and I think there was a pulse, and oh, the pulse yeah. just obliterated me. Yep. But, it always sucks when you're like looking down a hatch and all of a sudden a brick of C4 sails past. Yeah, no, and you're like, God damn it. They uh, they somehow magically knew you were there. Yeah. And like they just tossed the C4. Like it comes up into your frame and it just blows up in your face. Like, yep, yep. Oh, terrible. Yep. Anyways, we love Rainbow Six. Yes, it's a it's good game. Still Enough good. of that. You want to talk about news? Sure. Let's talk about some news. All right. PSN online ID change. I forgot to queue up the Ewok celebration song again. Uh, we've had two good. big just, Sony. Just sing it right now. Yeah, I don't. Remember. I don't know which uh, one are we talking uh, about. Nah, not the Yub-nub. original one. <laughs> Fuck Yubnub. We're not singing Yubnub. Uh-huh. We're gonna do the new one because <laughs> it's better. That's what it's called. Uh, yeah. So Sony I is for that one. So no, you're wrong. But Sony's baiting the PSN online change feature. They're going to do it a lot like Xbox Live, where uh, your first one's free. Subsequent ones will be $10, unless you have PlayStation Plus, in which they're $5. But uh, the big thing is that doing this might prevent you from properly playing some PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation Vita games. Um, okay. No real transparency on why this is a thing. Uh but a lot of people are theorizing it's because PSN IDs are potentially hard-coded into save games and leaderboards and things like that. And they did not figure out a way to kind of preserve that while allowing you to still change your name. You will be able to reverse your name change and go back. Listen, uh, you know, we want to do what the players want. Uh, <laughs> it's not as easy as flipping a switch. Um but it is. Well, but this isn't. This is not. This is a, they decided how to build their database in 2005, and they didn't do it right, and now they're screwed, you know? But the way that they made it sound, there's a particular... I bet you it's like an anti-piracy thing, or like selling your account kind of thing that's involved with that, like... I don't think so. Like, the the, the way, so the way that they made it say, this, this feature is compatible with PS4 games originally published after April 1st of 2018. So there was some type of fundamental way that they made their system APIs of how the games are accessing different parts of the PlayStation Network that will now pay attention to your username or your user ID in a way that allows you to change it and they'll still know who you are. So it's like they added another table in their Excel, in their Excel spreadsheet, right? And they gave everybody a unique ID of like a string of seventy five characters or something like that. And now all games are going to look at that, but there's no way they can update every PS3 and PS Vita and PS4 game, right? 
to do that. They said that most of the games that are still regularly played will receive updates that will make sure that this isn't an issue. But you know. But for those of you playing Orphan from PS2 on the same <laughs> username somehow through your PlayStation Now account, it's going to be a little bit different. It, maybe. Yeah, PlayStation Now is a whole nother beast. SSX tricky. Who knows how any of that's going to work. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't need to change my name. Nope. I, so, I just made a new one. I didn't care. It yeah, was you no made a new deal. one when you got a PS4, right? Well, you didn't have a PS3, so no. Well, I had a PS, I had a PSN account because Ian had a PS3 when oh, okay. we were living together, and I made one so I could play my, I could make my own Soul Caliber characters. Okay, yeah, I made ridiculous characters. They were so Good. stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, you know, not a problem for me. But people have been clamming, clamoring for it for a long time, and Xbox has let you do it since a long, long time ago. So good on Sony for playing catch up still. We have five viewers on Twitch right now. That's awesome. I'm one of them. What up, viewers? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the stuff. It, the feature will roll out for everybody in 2019. So right now it's just in beta. It's just around the corners, guys. They probably need to up. make sure that they're not going to catastrophically destroy the PlayStation Network by letting people change their names. Which is possible. I could, yeah, I could see that happening. <laughs> we'll <laughs> it's just another, going to implode. We'll get another PSN blackout like the one of 2000. And it's just so people who are like XXXKittyXX69694420 can change their name to something that doesn't make them look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah no, and I. 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it, but, you know, it's not. I don't know. I don't need to change mine. I'm I'm very happy with I'm mine. I'm fine with mine. It's not exactly what I wanted, but it's close enough. Yeah, the, it'll be interesting if they start doing the Xbox thing of like, hey, we've got a bunch of games that were or names that were registered in like the first several months of PlayStation Network. We're gonna release them because nobody's used them. I still think interesting. I still think my name is registered to me. You but just forgot like, those. You can't remember the login. Yeah. Well, there was another Sony thing that I used that name for, and I think that's what screwed it up. Hmm. Like, uh, was it what, for your mini disc player? No, it was for Planetside back in <laughs> oh. the day. Hmm. I, or Planetside 2, I think. Planetside 2. Star Siege Tribes. <laughs> but anyway. That was not a Sony game. No. But I love that it game. It was like Interplay or something like that. No, it was... Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, speaking of Sony, the only other thing that I put in here was um, they changed the release date for Days Gone. Because they want to push it away from all the other stuff that people actually want to buy? Yeah, pretty much. They're hoping Anthem is dead by April is what they're hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if uh, if this will do what they want it to do, but... It, Your mouse break? I don't know what the deal is, but I cannot move the mouse anymore. So we're still streaming, which is good. But, uh, yeah, I still have battery. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, so I don't know if... Do either of you guys actually care about Days Gone? Do I you mean, remember what Days Gone is? Yeah, it's like the West Coast post-apocalyptic uh, motorcycle game. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah, Sons of... Yeah. Zombies, Zombies of, of Anarchy. Zombies of Anarchy. I think the fact that it's like away from uh, January and February now makes me more interested in it. I'm, yeah, by almost May, I might need another game to play. Yeah. 
After I've realized that Anthem is terrible. Not what you wanted. <laughs> I'm just going to need to know what sort of operators are in this game and what kind of strategies I need to take, uh, you know, in multiplayer. Yeah, I don't I don't have an answer for you there. But, uh, yeah. So I don't have a way to fix this problem yet. You guys keep vamping for a second. No, I, well, I just want to, like, I am interested in Days Gone, but, I, the, again, like, and we'll get into it more so when we get to our actual game reviews for the day, but, I like, I feel just like... Not a lot of games are striking the right chord with me right now. Yeah, and I don't know what it is because there's a lot of great games that came out. I mean, obviously, like I played through God of War and I beat it. I really enjoyed it, but I haven't gone back to do any of the side missions. I literally yeah. mainlined it through all of God of War just to finish it in time so we could podcast about it, and that's it. Yeah. Like I haven't touched it there, since. There's still a lot of stuff in that game that I haven't done, but I'm glad I took my time and I did a lot. Yeah, of the story the side was good stuff. Because it was, it was all fun. And I believe they just added New Game Plus to it, which yeah. is cool. Well, that gives you a better reason to go back. I, I, uh, I, that's, I don't feel any reason to go back, though, is the thing. Yeah. So. I I just, I don't know, I feel like I'm in a holding pattern for Red Dead, and I'm going to be really disappointed if it doesn't hook me like I want it to. I think it probably will, but... I don't know. Rockstar yeah. games have been kind of diminishing returns for me. That's the thing is, I feel like Red Dead. I'm not even going to play the story. I'm yeah. only going to play online. I didn't touch any of the like. I played the first two hours of Grand Theft Auto Five. I played the first story mission, like the intro of the whole game, and that was it. Yeah. My issue with Grand Theft Auto Five was that I originally bought it on 360. Yeah. And then when I found out that there's an Xbox One version coming out, I definitely wanted that. But they're like they let you carry over your multiplayer progress but you couldn't carry over your saves yeah. and that so i that's the main reason why i never really finished that story i feel yeah not anywhere close to it because i didn't feel like start i was like at probably halfway through it and i had to start from the beginning again and that was kind of a turn off i think i played a couple hours on 360 and was like i don't there's care about some this. things about I, that rubbed me the wrong way like the two characters you can relate to, but like the Trevor guy is such a piece of shit that I don't feel comfortable playing him. Like, yeah, I don't want to play a character like that. Yeah, he he was a terrible person. Yeah, but all right, so I think I can. No, maybe Chrome is dead. I have no idea. Let's go to this and um, <laughs> try and fix the computer. Try and figure out what I can do here. Uh, I will try and load up the news stories yeah. then. So uh, the next one is about Red Dead not going to independent game shops, if you want to lead uh, that Ah, yes. So um, not re- I'm not exactly sure who announced this, but I found the article on Kotaku saying the independent game shops told they won't be getting Red Dead Redemption 2 until November. Um, and the main spotlight of this was a game shop in Pennsylvania that spent uh, like $3,300 basically setting up his entire shop with all kinds of awesome Red Dead like paraphernalia and things to like get everyone hyped for this game. Yeah. And now his people who reserved it, which I believe he said was like $60,000 worth of... He said like across his chain, it could have been up to $60,000 in sales for him if he would have sold what he was like projecting. But now he's probably going to lose all those sales because his customers are going to go to big box chains in order to get the yeah. game. On like, time. Like he was saying, like, I mean, he has loyal customers, but, I mean, even no, the most no, loyal person is not going to want to wait a week. Yeah, no gamer is going to want to wait, you know? 
And that's if, like if their friends spoil it all for them. I wish I knew yeah. exactly why this was happening. I don't. So there's a few different like theories in the article. They were told by their distributors that there's a supply chain issue, but there wasn't any real clarity on that. Okay. Uh, some of the independent games retailers are thinking it's to stop leaks because most of the times when a street date is broken for a game, it's done by little mom and pop shops that aren't GameStop and. You know, the big ones that can face the actual right. repercussions of selling a game early. Um, but the other thing is that this game is going to come on two Blu-rays for, Holy shit. I think, I think both, but at least PlayStation 4. I don't know why it would be one and not the other. Oh, well, there's a 4K drive in the 360. Well, but not on all of them. So, no. I think it'll probably be yeah, on two Blu-rays for all physical physical discs. And... Uh, obviously that takes a lot more Blu-rays and a lot more printing time and stuff like that. So yeah, I, mean, I still feel like it's a fast process. And it's it's a, not like they need twice as many cases for two Blu-rays. But how many people are buying digital versions of it? Like, well, and how? I mean, like I usually I buy physical copies a lot because of the Gamers Club thing that we still yeah, have, right? But I bought digital this time because. I don't want to listen to that disc spinning ever, <laughs> like when I'm sitting there for hours playing this game. And uh, I don't want to wear it out or wear out my drive. I don't know. It's plus it's it's stupid. The disc isn't going to spin forever. The shit installs on your system now. No it's game. Still, it's still it's still spins. you still stream off of the disc too. It's annoying. I, I didn't want to deal with it. I wanted it preloaded, so I'm good to go. I'll just turn it on and play on Friday, and not have to put a I disc guess. in ever. It was worth it to me, yeah. This time I, because I don't plan on ever selling this game, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly why it's happening, and and the fact that like I guess the thing is, is like how late did the game go gold? You know, like how how long have they been printing discs? Because I don't. Who knows? You know, like I guess when I was on. NeoGAF, uh, you would see a lot more like, oh, the news article of this has gone gold and they're starting to print discs, but I haven't seen that for Red Dead. So maybe they just got a late start at it because, you know, they always fly by the seat of their pants at Rockstar. But Just send that shit to disc makers. They will turn it around for you real fast. That's what they advertise <laughs> in their emails to me. It's only seventy nine ninety nine for every... You get like 100 discs yeah. for like $8. <laughs> nice. Well, the other thing about Rockstar that I didn't put in here and maybe we should have is the fact that uh one of the hauser brothers the heads of it came out and said yeah we work 100 hour weeks like sometimes when we make this game and uh that was retracted yeah, didn't go though. over very well it wasn't really like retracted he was just kind of like well he, i work 100 hour weeks and nobody else has to and then a lot of people came and out it, and, and were kind of like officially no rockstar employees have to work over 40 hours it is never mandatory Rockstar sent out an email with a dagger in it that said, you can talk about how your work week goes now. Please do that publicly. And it had a handprint on it and said, we, <laughs> we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, real messed up. And But, you know, everybody in video games does it and it sucks. You know, it's not like you can tell people, hey, don't buy Red Dead because they treat people like shit. But uh, Nostradamus8008 uh, says, what up? What's up, Nostradamus? Yo, yo. Hey, um, but yeah, so that was a messed up thing, uh, and hopefully more more game companies are working towards not doing crunch. Yeah, I think more that... companies in general because I know it happens yeah. in more than just the games industry. Oh, yeah, I see them do that at my work sometimes. Yeah, mine too. 
every day <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. When you work in deadline-based business, I mean, it's constant. You know, it's kind of unavoidable. Yeah. But the reality well, at is... At least in this country. I mean, it's... I, I suppose it's different if, like, you don't feel... And I, a lot of people give me shit for working as much as I do. But it's like, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, like, why would you ever want to do that? And, like, that's part of what uh, the dude said in, in his response was that, you know, he and the writing team, like, do this. Like, they, they've been working, like, excessive hours. And, I mean he clearly enjoys what he's doing and he wants to give out a product that is appreciated and yeah. is as awesome as everybody wants it to be. So like if, if that's your mindset, like by all means, like work your ass off, it's going to show on your final product that someone invested a lot of time into this. But eventually like there's a world that you can live in where if you did things properly, nobody would have to work more than 40 and hours I, a week. And I wholeheartedly you know? agree with that. And that's something and I fight with. would be employed. That's something I fight with every day at work. I mean, it's the... When a lot of it is, is, I'm somebody who's made fun of Rockstar for the fact that their games get delayed all the time, but they seem to be the people that can delay a game and it's not going to hurt them. No. You know? So the fact that they have that power and the fact that they stayed fairly mum on this game, you know, after the last delay and they didn't quite come out and say, hey, it's coming, you know, like they can, they, as one of the biggest game makers out there who has Grand Theft Auto Online, which makes them... It prints their money for them. Yeah, and all they have to do is just throw some free content out here and there to keep people interested. Yeah, and they they have the power to slow things down and be like, all right, we want to deliver this quality game. How do we do it with people working 40 hours a week? You know? The way that they should be. Because sometimes it comes down to like, okay, you're the one on the team that's going to go home because you have a wife and kids, but everybody's going to look down on you because the rest of us are here doing our stuff. It's like, <laughs> that's that sucks and that's not sustainable and nobody wants to be in either side of that position because you don't want to be the dude left at work while somebody gets to have a family. And, you know, like... I definitely felt that, like, when I worked for Starbucks, like, I felt like people... Oh, because you have a family yeah. and a wife to go home. Like, your time is somehow more valuable mm-hmm. than mine. So you don't have kids, so you're the one that gets to fly so, to Mexico. Yeah, you you or get like, to get called on your day off to come in. Yeah. So it, it it kind of, all of this wraps into the work culture of a lot of places needs to get better. But, you know. That's our, a totally different subject. It is a different subject in some ways, but it is related to to what he said. I mean... That's great if he's like, oh, yeah, us guys at the top are like, we're going to spend 100 hours a week on this game sometimes. That's why they make the big bucks. Cool. But, you know. But there are also people that make the big bucks and they're just off golfing all the time. Man, shame on them. (laughs) You mean like the president? (laughs) Anyways. Anyway. He doesn't really make big bucks. I mean, he makes okay money, I guess. (coughs) I don't know. I haven't seen his tax returns. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Valve discloses the odds for its new Dota 2 loot boxes. Who read this one? I didn't read this one. I Bri- didn't even think I read it. Brian put it in there, but he yeah, didn't of read course. it. Like most of his articles. <laughs> but that's why I knew I'm I I'm starting to think you can't read. Like that's... <laughs> hey, Valve discloses the odds for... I, I, for I just said it. I just said it. There is a literacy problem in this country, so I mean, it I wouldn't know. be it wouldn't be out of the ordinary. So, yeah, basically under pressure of all the weird gambling yeah. loot box stuff going on in the world and 
legislators taking a look at that type of stuff. Uh, Valve has finally started to disclose their loot box odds for items. They also have a weird system where it's like the longer you go without uh, rarer items, you can increase your chance of getting one. Like every time you open up a box and you don't get a rare, your odds of getting a rare go up the next time. Okay. So it's like, hey, it's, keep- like, it's like the three of coins. Yes, exactly. Ah, okay, the okay. original Destiny three of coins. Yes. So um, Destiny, what's that? <laughs> so they're they're actually kind of like being a little more transparent about like, oh, this is how things change, and this is your ability to, like, this is how often you will get extremely rare items, which it's like one to twenty thousand are the like treasure you're odds more likely for the... to win the lotto kind of thing yeah. yeah are these are these loot boxes the like do you pay are you only paying to get these or do you get them in game from playing too i don't know enough about dota to know i'm pretty sure you can pay for these and some of them you might only be able to pay for okay like and, dota was the Dota's... first game to like give you loot boxes for playing but then you have to buy keys to unlock them kind of thing okay and so, Dota's a free game, right? Dota's a free game. Yeah, so fuck them. They can have the loot boxes if they want. It's a free no, game. And that, the, the thing about all of these loot boxes is that you're not unlocking characters. You're unlocking, like, costumes and yeah, it's cosmetic announcer stuff. packs and things like, you know, different things that aren't... Um, Cod pieces. Yeah, they don't really affect the gameplay at all. So, cool. But good on them for actually making it transparent that people are basically gambling with their stuff but this is one free game i've never tried because i've just heard so many bad things about the player base yeah it's it's one of the most toxic video games out there but But. who knows maybe it's not as bad as everyone says yeah yeah all right and then john this is you yeah upcoming metal gear survive event summons pyramid head Sweet. Which is pretty awesome, except nobody plays Metal Gear Survive. I don't really know. Like, <laughs> uh, that was the most surprising part of I'm you posting this. Like, Metal Gear Survive has survived this long. <laughs> it's like somebody's still paying attention to this game. I didn't think it was it would work. Online. They patched it in, and now it's called Metal, Metal Gear Dead. Uh, so mm. it's no longer surviving. That's a shame. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. So, I didn't read this. I pulled a Brian. It, it looks like basically one. there's going to be a. Uh, there's an event running called the Researcher's Story that has unique unlocks for industrious Metal Gear Survive players. The most significant of these is the addition of an item that will allow players to live out their nightmares of plopping Pyramid's head pyramid onto their head while they're trucking around playing Metal Gear Solid Survive. So it's like a it's a it's a cosmetic. Oh, that's it. That you can put on yourself. The other thing is uh, playing Metal Gear Solid Five. You remember you you were able to get tapes that had songs on them. Mm-hmm. They're going to start putting Silent Hill and Castlevania music into the game through that. Nice. That's sweet. That method. So, um, mostly what I thought after you posted this is that I just miss Konami being in video games. Like making good games. <laughs> like, even just, like, this was like a, like a slight possible ray of hope and it turned out to be stupid, but that's fine. Like, not everything is a, is a hit. Oh, well, they could make a new Silent Hill game. Oh, no. That's what kind of sucked is it's like, yeah, you get this, but <laughs> you don't get PT. You don't get Silent Hills or whatever that was going to be. I just be. don't understand why they made this game in general. Like, nobody wanted this. Because they spent millions the, of dollars making the engine. They wanted to yeah. do something. Yeah, well, there's so many other cool things they could have done. They are the recouping their investment on the Fox engine. 
So, and and they were like, hey, Metal Gear fans are dumb. Let's give them this. Were they just too afraid to try, like, a real Metal Gear game? They didn't want to... they don't have Kojima anymore? They didn't want to hire people. Like, they, they were... I don't, I don't even know if Metal Gear Survive was, like, developed by Konami proper, or if it was, like, a joint development with someone who actually has people who can program video games on their team. Huh. They just have an AI. They just had the it. Pachinko guys make a bunch of art for the game. And then they shipped it all over to someone else to make it. But, uh, yeah, it. I miss Konami. I like Castlevania games. I like Metal Gear games. And it sounds like they're going to try and, like, trot out ports of Rondo of Blood and, and uh, Symphony of the Night, which comes out this Friday on your PlayStation. Um, but nobody will play it because Red Dead's coming out. I think, well, I mean, yeah, that was unfortunate timing. Like, Maybe I'll when it becomes a free game on PSN, <laughs> I'll play it finally. I I mean it it just it sucks. And even if they got to a world where they were starting to do, we're gonna farm out more of this to other people to make games in our properties. I'd be a lot happier with that because it would be nice. I'm still. I wish somebody would just remake Metal Gear Solid One in or Metal Gear One in the Fox Engine. Yeah. The story's all there. You know what the characters are going to be. You're going to drop the art, and it's going to take some time. But I want to play that game in a more modern context, and I think it would be great. And it wouldn't be that hard for somebody who's not Kojima to translate that game into what Metal Gear Solid Five could do. Yeah. And they haven't done that, and they might never do that. But that would be nice. It's still on my wish list. So... Keep dreaming. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Let's talk about Black Ops. Yeah. Cool. So Brian and I picked up copies of Black Ops. At yeah. Best Buy. We should. We Not should sure say how we got to that point, but then next thing you know, we were in Best Buy and we bought copies of it. Black Ops and Assassin's Creed. We we have not played many many hours of these games. These are kind of like stop gaps before Red Dead came out. Yeah. So these are Pal- we'll initial them, impressions. Call them like I, Rainbow Six palate cleansers. I've been uh, hesitant to really get too involved in anything because I feel like I'm going to drop it. Yeah, Red Dead exactly. Out. So, and and I think we are going to plan on at least putting out an audio something for Red Dead next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we can find initial some time to sit down and then give a more fuller. Thing. I actually took Friday off. That's good. Cool. <laughs> I would like to, but there's nobody in the office this week, so. Bummer. Then maybe you can just bring your PlayStation to work. <laughs> I wish. That would be nice. But I'm not going to. All right. So Call of Duty, you guys weren't going to buy this. No, I don't then, know exactly why I did. Zach. Other it than, was Zach. Yeah. It was Thanks Zach. a lot. It was Zach. partially Zach, but it was also partially because like, I got paid on Friday. <laughs> and and then you were like at Best Buy and you were like, hey, there's three copies. And then like I was too late and just being like, oh, pick one up for me and I'll pay you back. Uh, and then Brian was like, do you want to go to Best Buy? And I'm just like, <laughs> I guess, man. Like, That's what I do as with well, my eyes you know? when I say that. This is the first Call of Duty game I think any of us have. No, you've purchased other Call of Duties since we started the podcast. I got, oh, yeah. I got Ghosts or whatever when PS4 uh, came Ghost, out. Uh, I think I bought Ghosts twice, oh, and I man. hate that game. Holy cow. <laughs> it's just I had it on 360. I was like, this is stupid. I, wanted I heard it was great gen. on the Wii U. Um, and then... Uh, what else? 
Oh yeah, I, I bought. I've played almost all of them. Like I've, I didn't play Infinite Warfare, um, and I think that's it. Okay. I liked Modern Warfare. I liked Modern Warfare Two. I played the first Black Ops. I liked that. I played Black Ops Two, and then I kind of just didn't play them until Ghost dropped. Yeah, and that's about it. This is the first one I've bought on PC since the original Modern Warfare, though. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. I haven't played any Call of Duty games, and that's still true. I played Zombies in World at War, and that's the only Call of Duty that oh, I've I ever didn't played. Play World at War, I forgot about that. And Which sucks. Uh, and I still haven't played Black Ops Four, but the Blackout mode. Sounds kind of fun. But anyway. Uh, yeah, basically, the game takes a really long time to load, which is ridiculous because you have to log into everything. It's online only. There is I didn't the only, have that issue. The only like offline play, I think, is maybe the zombies mode has some has like an offline mode. I'm not 100% yeah, you sure. You can play solo. There's so some single player like get to know the characters yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of the game stuff. Yeah, too. there's like 10 minutes worth of story or something I heard in the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, anyways, Which we knew. Um, I did. I played a little bit of Team Deathmatch. It's just all the same. It's very twitchy. Like, like I, I honestly feel like it doesn't take any skill to play this game at all. Like, I feel like it's literally just people running around and shooting, and the only thing you have to be good at is making sure your mouse is where it needs to be pointed. you got to up your DPI and yeah. your field of view. We're not too high. Um, all the guns feel really flat to me, at least uh, in the in that uh, in the like, team team death match. Like they feel like they don't. They it feels like pea shooters, like Far Cry. Mm. Um, and the I, the only thing I do like is the the visual effects with stun grenades are pretty ridiculous. There's this oh, one. Yeah. There's this one cluster charge like stun grenade that like the longer you charge it, like the more like clusters shoot out of it or whatever. So you can get like the up five to bang, probably, uh, nine bang. Yeah, nine, you get up. To, bang, you get up to yeah. nine flashbangs that basically happen. Like That's it happens crazy. in like threes. So it goes like one, two, three, one, two, three. It's like almost like a can, like candela Ying. from yeah. Ying, uh, yeah. yeah, from Rainbow Six. Um, but when it does that, it does like a flash freeze frame where it like kind of like whatever's in front of you, it like it like flashes and it kind of freezes that stuff in your frame and you can still move and kind of see things move. But it, as you get hit with more of them, it just picks up more of that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the, just the standard like flashbang stun grenade effects are like pretty cool. Um, the sound in general is is pretty good. It's good for me, at least. Yeah, I mean, you have you and I have the same headset too. Yeah, but I have a different audio unit. Yeah, but um, we the I we mainly played Blackout. Like I played Blackout with Corey a few rounds yesterday, yeah. and then Brian and I played some today. Blackout, we should say, is Did the battle royale. Yeah, huh. I. What? Yeah, Blackout is the battle royale mode. You know, inspired by PUBG and Fortnite. It is basically PUBG. Like Call it is of Duty. It is like a the inventory system is a much more simplified version of PUBG. Um, they did as, a good job on that. As you pick up like upgrades to your guns, they automatically equip if you yeah, don't have one cool. there, or sense. it'll automatically swap whatever you currently have equipped. Equip, equipped, equipped, equipped. I think that's the new Call of Duty game. Equipped. Call of Duty equipped. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, I'm I'm tired. <laughs> um, the uh, graphics, it looks, it's like. It has some of the realism of PUBG, and then it has some of the cartooniness of Fortnite. So it's kind of this like weird blend of like yeah. aesthetic that is kind of cool. So I kind of dig it. Um, but yeah, the load times suck. Like it it takes a while to like get in and out of a round. Like even when you die, like it takes a I while to like have that problem. <laughs> I dude, I don't know, man. I it's just like I've, our our black 
Blackout games today loaded super fast. Yeah, not as fast as like Fortnite loads. Fortnite loads really fast. Hmm. Um, but it's also like one of the things I hate is in in and I think Fortnite does this best is like when you finish a round and you die, like you can almost instantly jump right back into a new round. Yeah, it's not like that in this. Like it, you have to go. It gives you like your merit progression and then like your squad progression and then it's like then you can go back to the menu and then hit deploy again. Like I can't just deploy from that menu. I have to go back like two screens in order to do it. Hmm. That's annoying to me. Yeah. Like it just it's just poor implementation and then like every two or three rounds i was getting a pop-up that's like this is a survey from call of duty blah 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 like how did how was your experience playing this game did you have a good experience and every time i've just said no like i'm not having a good experience <laughs> playing this game leave me alone like, get these pop-ups that I don't wanna... this and, and like granted i'm not the best at any of these like you know battle royale games but there's something about like I can choose a spot on the map. Like, it doesn't matter what spot on the map I choose. There's already somebody there, or at least, like, yeah, two... Yeah, on to- the ground already. Any- I heard- anywhere from two to 15 people are already in the spot where I'm at. So by the time I land, or before I've even landed from my par- uh, parachute, I'm dead. Like I heard the wingsuit lets you get pretty... You can yeah. pretty much land the almost anywhere awesome. on the island that you want. I do really like and, regardless wingsuit. of the trajectory. And maybe the, I don't know how to direct the wingsuit properly. Uh, That's entirely possible, but it's 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 really unnerving to be playing a game where like literally you don't actually get to do anything like most of the time. <laughs> you just got to start playing more spicily. The, the only way I've, I've been right able away. the well that's the thing is like armor has a big has a big uh effect on you now. So like when you when you're fighting someone who has armor on, it's almost like you have to blow the armor off of them before you can actually start hitting Do them. Damage. And it doesn't matter if you're hitting them in the head. There's no helmets. Like if they have armor, if they pick up plate armor, you're hitting them in the head. It's still you have to break down their armor first. It seems like Rainbow Six has spoiled you. Yeah, it's stupid. Like it's really <laughs> dumb. Uh, and it seems like at least um, I got some kills right away. I didn't think it was that difficult. My problem was it kept lagging out. Mm. So I just stopped playing. Yeah, anyways. But then um, when I, I went and played multiplayer without you later on, like I played a different mode, um, Heist, like one of their new modes, and it was fine. Like it wasn't. Yeah, like, like I said, I think I was the one having latency issues, and it may have been affecting you because like I was, maybe I was, it was connecting us to servers in the wrong lo- like geography, yeah, it's geographical possible. location or something. But it's, uh, I don't know, like I'll probably keep playing it and like at least... You know, try to play a little more so I have can formulate a better opinion about it. But I like the helicopters. Yeah, the helicopter in Battle Royale is pretty cool. Like being able to like lift off and like just float. Like like we're sitting there, we're like, oh, we're pretty far outside the circle. And Brian's like, well, there's a helicopter over here. <laughs> and I was like, we can fly that. And he's like, yeah, you can. And we were like, we were on like the Nuketown Island that's yeah. there. And then like the circle was like halfway across the map. And I was like, yeah, we'll get there on time. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, but what I've heard from Giant Bomb and also when I kind of hopped into your voice chat earlier, uh, people get into these helicopters and then almost immediately somebody locks onto them with a rocket launcher. We didn't have a problem the first time. The second time we got a helicopter, that did happen. But you can just jump out with your wingsuit. That's really cool because it tell like you get a lock on like warning. Yeah, so you you have time to jump out. To jump, it's not a big deal. That's cool. Yeah, it's it, it's fun. The helicopter is definitely a cool element. If you're playing with a four squad, it's probably even cooler because then you've got people who are watching from everywhere. And I'd one, I wonder if like the people watching can actually like take out the missile. 
Like that would be kind of. I don't know. Cool. I would just wonder where they find those so fast because like that's, all the time that's we were running point. around, like, I didn't see a rocket launcher. No rocket launchers. Anywhere. Hmm. That's my point though. Is like this, this these games. I feel like they they're very much just chance and like there's not a ton of skill involved. Well, I've heard there's that, locations. I, just, I totally disagree. With there's that. locations on the map that allow you to like hit a button to open up a hatch somewhere else on the map yeah, to go like, find like souped up weapons stuff. that have. They're like golden versions of the weapons that have all the good attachments on them. So where and where did you hear about that? On Giant Bomb. Yeah. So where's Same that here. information in like a tech tip or some shit in the middle of a fucking loading yeah, screen? Since know. I'm watching loading screens for like twenty <laughs> fucking minutes before anything happens, where's that for me to know? Yeah. Like, there's no none of that information is readily available. So like already, everyone else who's been like they all just have this advantage, you know? Like, yeah. And I don't know. It's just. I, I I'm not I'm really kind of not digging battle royale games and I hope the fad ends pretty soon. This one for some reason sounds more intriguing to me than some of the others. It's but smooth as shit and it it, it is like the controls fun like it like it definitely like plays really well. But I just can't I can't get into these games anymore. Yeah. Like they're just not they don't bite me like I thought they would. I think the uh, the. The idea of somebody who can polish a video game, not that Epic can't, but they've just like chosen not to with Fortnite. I don't well, know you why. you can't oh, polish a turn. No, they don't I, need to. Fortnite just is very money. polished. It's yeah. just boring. Okay. He doesn't like it because it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. But to to see somebody like Activision come in here with a, with a Call of Duty, like I guess I'm just curious to see how that is, but not curious enough to spend 40-something bucks. Yeah. I would pay twenty dollars, but it's maybe worth twenty bucks. Maybe they'll well, break like it out Well, like you said, if you could just have the yeah, if you could just have blackout, like if you could would, buy zombies or black ops, yeah, or split it up. zombies or multiplayer or blackout mode, you know, that would be yeah. interesting. I think that would be a better business proposition. I, it's just the weird thing about it is, is as they brought up on the giant bombcast, and I don't mean to parrot everything that they say, but they were talking about the idea of like. Fortnite and PUBG have been these, like, here's our year-long roadmap of what we want to do with this game. Like, what are they going to do with Blackout Mode when the next Call of Duty comes out? Is there not going to be a Battle Royale in Call of Duty? No, it'll be Blackout What 2? is it going to be? Well, it modern, depends on if the modern trend Warfare is... 5 or, I don't know, whatever if, the next one might be. If the trend's over at that point, they probably won't have it'll that It'll be mode. Call of That's Duty, true. Blackout, Cod Blops 2, Elite... <laughs> And it'll cost. So. It'll be it'll be fourteen ninety nine, <laughs> and that's just to install the game. And then it'll be sixty dollars to play it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Is, are you Brian? Are you going to pick up Battlefield or no? Do you have, you have uh, any plans? Possibly. Okay. Like, I haven't played a Battlefield on PC in a long time, so yeah. I would really like to get it on PC. Well, if you if you fun. do and you play the the battle royale when that comes out, it'll be interesting to kind of compare I the think experiences. If they do it right, it has the potential to be the most fun one because I mean Battlefield already had like like PUBG. I feel like borrowed a lot of mechanics from like older Battlefield games and stuff. Battlefield just has the scale bullet that... drop goes, yeah, and the scale. But, like, the cool thing about Battlefield is it's always designed around being able to destroy buildings and shit, too. Mm-hmm. And that could be a lot of fun in a Battle Royale that would situation. Be cool. Because then if, like, somebody's holed up in a building, you could just tear it down. And, yeah, it'd be sweet if they have tanks and stuff in it, too. Yeah, that'd be cool. As uh, long as there's a drone, I'm in. 
Uh, Let me fly no. a drone around. It's it's World War Two. Oh, that's dumb. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, Did you have any other thoughts about Call of Duty that John didn't have? It. I mean, yeah. It, it feels pretty good. It's like it's weird. Like I haven't played a COD game in a while, and I forgot how like weird the movement can seem that like the, there's so much weapon bob in that game like yeah. what the hell it's like you're running around on like ankles and knees that are made of jello <laughs> and and so are your elbows and stuff so your guns just flopping everywhere and I, like it just feels like you know loosey-goosey you know it's like I, I don't know that most shooters that i play nowadays are not like that i feel like that's like a real old school thing that they just need to let go of. You're just the thing is, is that in this Call of Duty, everybody is a Tasmanian devil. Oh, okay. Well, so you're spinning. You're actually spinning around in circles really fast the whole time as you go around the map. I've been doing it wrong then. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I tried the heist mode, which is kind of cool, but what it's not the... original really because they basically just it's like playing uh, Counter Strike in. Black Ops, in a way, hmm. because um, basically both teams are trying to get this like stash of money and then bring it back to their like spawn. I think okay, um, or just kill everyone off. It, it's it, you only get one life per round, that kind of thing. It's five v five, but the thing is, is like you have money, and like at the beginning, you you buy your weapons. Mm. And then, like, or you can save some of that money toward the next round. So you gotta gotta strategize like which equipment you want to buy, based on how much money you may or may not have. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So like the first round, everybody starts with a pistol because nobody can afford anything else, and you play like up to I think four or five wins. So there's quite a few rounds, hmm. but they're really fast. Um. It's so I don't know. It's kind of cool, but yeah, like Counter Strike used to do that. Yeah. Where you would just buy all your shit in between rounds. That's why I never so, played Counter Strike. Not that they give you more time than Counter Strike does. So that's, so that's good. nice. Like Counter Strike, it's like if you're not a pro, if you haven't played the game before, you're screwed. You're just gonna have like a pistol every time. Yeah. You have like hit eight different things to get your grenade and your armor and shit like that. But I mean, I don't know. Like the blackout, the blackout mode. I think. Like, I like the way the map's laid out and stuff. It seems interesting. It seems like they found the perfect size for 100 people. Because I feel like, the to me, the Fortnite map feels a little too small. But it's it's fine, like, because it doesn't have vehicles. Yeah. But I also don't like that it doesn't have vehicles. Because I think vehicles are cool. Contrary to everybody on my team when I play, and they're like, I don't want to get in the Jeep in PUBG or whatever. You're going to get us killed. Which most, is of true, most of when the I, time, yeah, when I got in a Jeep, I ended up. I there, thought it was so. part of the fun of the game. <laughs> Dying? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like the PUBG maps tend to feel too big, especially the Miramar, the desert one, is just absurd sometimes. So is Call of Duty actually 100 people now, or is it still like 88? It is 100 people. No, it's eighty-eight. Uh, okay, whatever. Because I like I when I watch the giant bomb quick look or whatever, I feel like it only ever went up to like eighty-eight. Oh, okay. But it's eighty-eight. Uh, interesting. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about it. 
It's right. not worth sixty bucks, everybody. I, I definitely do feel like it should be like forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, being the first year without the single player, it'll be interesting to see how much people feel like they are missing something. Like I know people love zombies. I don't understand. Someone out there loves zombies. I don't know who they are, but supposedly they exist. If you, I mean, that's like a prime example of taking like a simple concept and like overcomplicating it to death, complicating it. To the point to where it's just not fun. Yeah. Like I, I like a good zombie killing game. Like I love Left for Dead, but that's because it's like pure and like it's it's fun. It's fast. You don't have to think about too much. Like it's no zombies, machines are buying stuff. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't want to have to know all this shit every time, and I don't need like everybody else telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you got to go over here. You got to like stare at this wall for thirty seconds, and then. You gotta shoot this one zombie, but then don't shoot the other zombies, and then like, I don't know. That's just dumb. There's like weird little puzzle things in it, which yeah. sound clever, but it it doesn't make it any more fun. It sounds like the worst version of a Destiny raid. Yeah, basically. That sucks. But sh- yeah, it's the beginning. And it takes of forever too. <laughs> like the waves just keep coming forever. Yeah. It's like longer than playing horde mode. While I'm shooting bottom dog. (laughs) How bizarre. silver. (laughs) How bizarre. All right. Is that enough for Call of Duty? Yeah, I'm done with Call of Duty. Fuck that game. All right. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Alex, Brian, and I have all been playing it via Google's Project Stream, which is their streaming service that you can sign up for the beta if you live in the United States, and you get to play the game for free. Yep. Until January 16th or something like that. Something like that. But you have to have good internet and low latency and stuff like that. They are streaming the video of the game to your Chrome browser and you are playing it with a wired controller or keyboard. Or wireless. They don't explicitly say that, but they're like, you should plug in a PS4 or Xbox One controller. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, in my experience in playing it on both my gaming PC and my MacBook Pro from like five years ago, it works perfectly. It is awesome. It's pretty impressive how well it works with low input lag. Uh, graphically, every once in a while, there's a little bit of a slowdown depending on you know how many Netflix movies you know Megan's binging or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but it's the stuttering of the video, not so much the game looking. Yeah, weird, it, right? it just gets all. No, I've had it pixelate like on me a yeah, little bit. Like too. I've had the I've had the quality kind of dip a few times, but it doesn't hinder the gameplay. Like the game still plays the same. It just kind of looks like crap every once in a while. But um, and like you had mentioned, the the audio is kind of compressed. Uh, compressed yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. But it's, yeah, that's very noticeably compressed, and that really bums me out because usually the they have good audio in those games. Yeah. But yeah. it, it's pretty impressive to be playing a game like that through a browser. Yeah, it's that's that's uh, it's a game changer. That is a that is literally like if if you're able to do this with good quality and good response, like you will be able to do these things. Like there's no need for consoles. Yeah. You know, you could buy, you could have a crappier computer from a few years ago. As long as you have good internet, like, who cares? Like, Microsoft kind of announced earlier this month their, like, xCloud. They talked about it a while ago, but they, like, gave it a name now. It's called xCloud. They want to stream Xbox games to PCs, consoles, and mobile devices. Um, 
and so right now Project Stream for Google is only working on PCs. PCs. But, but it, Microsoft it, seems to want to go to like we want you to be able to do this on your phone and your iPad. And I just hope yeah. they're not going to try to get me to use Edge. <laughs> I mean, it would be it'll be Edge and some kind of wrapper. Yeah, it would be honestly amazing to just be able to play it on an iPad. Yeah, like I I think coming to some point where we can just play games like the promise of on live was always interesting to me which was the game stream yeah, it's the same I feel like thing. that was just out of its time yeah it was just the before wasn't there. more people had streaming capabilities you know they were trying to sell you the ability to stream the video to your tv and then you play it through your internet connection and things just weren't quite there yet but right. um you know we could live in a world at some point where it makes sense. And right now, like, when I play this with my gigabit internet, it plays fantastic. Like, there's no input lag. It looks great. Could sound better, as we said. The audio is kind of compressed even on, like, a on, on a bigger uh, connection. But Yeah, but you got to take some hits somewhere to make sure it's smooth. Yeah, and, and you know, sacrificing audio over visual quality makes sense. It is only sure. 1080p, I believe, too. It's yeah. not 4K. Yeah, so, you know, it... Obviously, there's room for it to grow in that respect as well, but it, it still looks fantastic and it plays very well in terms of yeah. I mean, Project Stream, whatever systems running it is is very capable. So like all the detail and shit seems to be turned up. Yeah, so that's nice. Um, I would be very interested to see like what kind of setup they have going. What do these server blades look like that are serving these games to us? But I don't know if they've. I want to know what the temperature is in that room. <laughs> it's just water cooled. It's yeah, like the. the it's like in Westworld. Yeah, oh it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Google is Westworld. Yes. This is the cradle. Yeah. Um, uh, in general, though, the game itself, it you know, again, more or less Assassin's Creed, but this time it's in ancient Greece, Rome, Greek, ancient Rome. Greece, yeah, Greece. Odyssey. During the Peloponnesian War. Yeah. I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Around there. You can play as a dude or a chick, which is different. They haven't given you that option before, if I recall. No, you could do that in uh, Unity, I think. Nobody played Unity. Well, yeah, because it Unity was Unity had two characters. That and I think you played as... Between yeah, them. you switched between them. That's true. Uh, this one you wait, can no, play... Wait, no, Unity. Syndicate. Okay, one of those earlier ones had two characters in them, yeah. and you would alternate, I think. Yeah, I think it's Syndicate. This one, you can select which one you play as for the full time. Yeah. Um, there's ship combat again. There is bow and arrow combat. There is a fancy hawk that can look over the world for you to pick out enemies and stuff like that. The world is huge, like literally massive. The hawk's name is Icarus, yeah, by the way. I... I no, heard not. that like one of is those uh, uh, the Cassandras is or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I heard that um, one of those people that like checks the game world sizes by like running across them in real time or whatever. It took them two and a half hours to get across the map. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Because a lot it. of it's swimming. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty wild. But uh, yeah. Um, 
it, again, it, it just feels like more of Assassin's Creed to me so far. I, we have again, just to reiterate, we haven't played a ton of this, so and apparently um, the game takes like seventy thousand hours to complete. So yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I don't know if I'm going to finish it by January, but yeah. I'll try. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Actually, we're all playing one game of Assassin's Creed. Like Google just started this thing so that someone could finish the game. Oh yeah, it's cool. just any one of these people. You pick it up and play 15 minutes of a round. I mean, we could just the, use yeah, all yeah. the same account and then yeah. keep our progress. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get to the end of the game. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it is quite an odyssey. They've kind of stuck with the same stuff from Origins where you have like armor and things that are of different rarities and powers. And there's a whole new set of skills uh, in the skill tree. One of the things I like that they brought back with the skill tree and the bow and arrow is the ability to... Like shoot the arrow and zoom in as the arrow and yeah, direct it. That's kind of a cool effect. It's not a type of bow anymore. It's a skill. Yeah, right? it's a skill that yeah. you learn how to do, which is pretty rad. Um, I think it, it was a skill with a specific type of bow. I thought. In I thought it was just the predator bows you could yeah. fight. Yeah, but but you I, couldn't. You, well, the predator bow always let you like follow the arrow, but then you had to unlock the ability to, actually to control move it. the arrow. Yeah. yeah. But that that was always hilarious. Yeah, it's so unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> They've definitely gotten even further away from realism in this one. Yeah, which is fine. Whatever. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. Like I I wish I would have played more. I was trying to play more today before we got on, but I was having internet issues apparently. My main thing of it all is still like it has a lot of the same trappings of Origins in the sense of like you are forced to play side quests to further the story like you need to get your level up in order to progress in the story and that's fine but i didn't like this this isn't a final fantasy game like i don't need to grind things out in assassin's creed to finish the game you know i don't want that don't call them side quests if i have to do them like yeah maybe you give me a choice of stuff to do but they're not like if your artist intent is that you want to make everybody see everything, put it all in the story and make me do all of it. Don't just call it like side quests yeah. and then not allow me to complete the story when I want to complete the story. That's what made me put down Origins. It's what's making me not care about Odyssey. We should also state that with Project Stream, we were given a thousand Helix credits to the yeah. store to use towards a booster should I, we so choose well, yeah, which is what i chose that's what i chose as well but it's as still you know it's one of those things where it's like i just don't fundamentally enjoy the direction that they've taken assassin's creed i like all the ship combat stuff and that stuff works great i liked it more when i was like pirates yeah that was fun but it still plays well and makes sense in odyssey but the fact of like just the structure of the way the game works the idea of you've got to be the simplicity of i could assassinate literally anybody in assassin's creed 2 was great Mm -hmm. and that doesn't work in this game like you can be too low level to assassinate somebody with a dive and that sucks because now I can't be an assassin. Do, they, do you just tackle them and they like rub their neck and they're like, "Ow!" Not even like you, you hit them in the neck. What you are hit you them doing? and do like barely any damage, and then they're <laughs> like, "What?" 
oh, let's kill this guy, and then everybody rushes up to you, and you have to fight them all with the combat. That's really not that much fun, but it's fine. You know? Like, I don't know. It, And then on top of that, I don't care about ancient, ancient Greece at all. Like, they, they basically came out and said, we're never going to make a game in Japan, which that's fine. Whatever. What do they have against Japan? They, like, everybody wants them to do it, so they're not going to, was kind of what... Until we don't want it what pe- Yeah, until we're done with Assassin's like, Creed. Like, when, when Ghosts of uh, whatever comes Ghosts out. Ghosts of Tsushima, yeah. And then, when, like, the uh, like that Dark Soulsy game. Sekiro, and, Shadows yeah, Die Twice. Once we've played all those, then they'll probably put one out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we when, won't care uh, anymore. When are we going to see Assassin's Creed zombies? I don't know. Never, I hope. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> And, you know, like, the fact that they were building up to... Like, the the headcanon of what they could do with Assassin's Creed and it, like, melding with Watch Dogs is way better than anything that they're ever going to get to in the next five years that I don't... Like, this whole line of video games doesn't interest me because they're not harvesting the potential, the full potential of all of it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean... Well, and that's part of the reason... Because they were working on this game alongside Origins... Was yeah. the assumption, and which is why they share some similarities. No, and I get it. You know, you make a game; it's like the, it's the same as the Fox Engine thing. Like once you rework all of this and you put in the base level work to make an engine work the way you want it to, then you want to do something that expands on it in mm-hmm. little ways and makes it bigger. Like this is the Majora's Mask to Ocarina of Time. Like it makes sense that they would want to do that. But I just don't like a lot of the choices they made with Origins, and it's all kind of carried over to Odyssey. And yeah, I I forgot to mention I did fire up Origins. Re- it, 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 I think it was after I played the Odyssey thing. I was like, I should go back to Origins, <laughs> and then I fired it up, and uh, I was like in this part apparently that. I think that's why I'd quit in the first place is it was just like this really annoying combat part that I just couldn't fucking beat. And, uh, so I like, and I can't like bail out of the quest at the mm-hmm. point that I'm in. So I was like, damn, and I just quit back to the main menu. And I was like, what's this discovery tour thing? <laughs> that's the, without any of the combat. You well, can I didn't even realize it was there. We I, covered it on this podcast, so you should have. Yeah. Done. Well, <laughs> I finally clicked on that, and so it's how many super hours, cool. How many hours did you spend exploring <laughs> Egypt? Oh, I only played for like another 20 or 30 minutes, I think, because somebody wanted to play something else. But it was interesting. I think I'm going to go through the game that way and just forget about <laughs> beating it the normal way. Well, they don't actually do any of the story, No, though, but it's, it's right? interesting to me because it's like it tells you all the real like history of everything. Yeah. And it's literally like a walking tour with all the fancy graphics and no HUD or anything. Yeah. And you just like, you start in Alexandria and you just like take a few steps, play the audio clip, take a few more steps. It's a guided tour. That's cool. It it looks great. It sounds great. Yeah. It was very informative. The 20 minutes or so I played. 
But I think that's how I'm going to How play is the, the game combat? <laughs> there isn't any. It's great. Because <laughs> I don't like the combat that's, in that so game. They talked about, they've been talking about Odyssey a lot on the Waypoint podcast. And one of them said, this game thinks, I'm talking about Odyssey, they were saying, this game thinks that it, that it's combat rocks, and it really doesn't. <laughs> like, I didn't it, like the changes they made in the combat in Origins. Like, I liked the old school Assassin's Creed combat. Batman combat? Basically, yeah. I get, but I, I don't know. I liked it. It made me feel like a, a badass assassin. Mm-hmm. Now I just feel like I'm fumbling around with the controls because they're dumb and the, and getting hit constantly because I'm not blocking. But there's, I shouldn't need there's to block. something about like button mashing like the shoulder and trigger buttons to like fight that just doesn't Feels quite dumb. Yeah, it just doesn't quite. Unless feel you're right. playing Dark Souls, but you're not button mashing in that game. You're very you're, strategic. Yes, you're taking at the like right time. you're taking well placed hits that are yeah. intentional, not something that like you're not surrounded by it. You. It is very rare. I feel in Dark Souls or Bloodborne that I am surrounded by enemies. Like I, it, you're always able to like draw them away and like fight them one on one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and that's like in in Assassin's Creed. I mean, even in like the opening part, you're fighting two people at once. Like, that's my yeah. problem. Is it's like the old system. If some if a ta- an attack was coming in or whatever, you could just counter it really easily. So you could fight like fucking twenty people at a time, and it'd be fine if you knew what you were doing. But now it's like yeah, even two people, it just seems like too much sometimes. Yeah. The way they have it set up, because you can't like quickly switch between targets. I feel like with if you try to lock on or whatever, yeah. And if you're not locking on, you're like missing hitting them. And uh, the the things I did like that they changed like was the uh, I do like that there's like a huge variety of weapons in the world. Yeah, I like that they added that RPG element to it with the having different ways of attacking of like of, heavy weapons and lighter weapons yeah. i mean they had that weapons. a bit like in, in assassin's creed 2 they started you could pick up spears and stuff and like stuff, that but yeah yeah i i think what it comes down to is if you didn't enjoy origins then i don't think odyssey will be your bag but if you wanted more out of origins then here it is you know it's not better than The Witcher 3. I don't understand what people keep saying. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like That's crazy absurd. to me. But it's, be committed. It's a, I, I can't come out and say that it's a bad game, but it's just not something that I want to play more of. Well, and that's, so. that's what I was kind of getting at earlier. Is like I feel like a lot of the games I've been picking up lately just haven't really sunk their hooks into me. You know, like I haven't been able to like just really get into anything. So, and and I I'm sure part of that stems from the fact that literally all I want to do is play Rainbow Six. Yeah. But it's you know I I used to only play JRPGs like growing up. I played a lot of JRPGs. I played a lot of side scrollers. That was it. And then um PlayStation 2 came out and I got into Tekken and I got into snowboarding games like yeah. you know SSX and then uh when I got my 360, it was all about cover shooters and Fallout. Like, and so now, for some reason, I'm getting into these more competitive games. And like, it's because you have a PC, I'm having a harder time playing the single player stuff. Like, I just don't want to. And that kind of sucks. Like, because I feel like there's all these great games that are coming out that have great stories, and I'm just not getting out of them what I what I want. And so I just don't care for them anymore, which is, is kind of sad. It makes me less of a game nerd, I suppose. I wonder how... No, I don't think so. I think there's game nerds of every type. 
but I wonder how... Uh, Is that Alistair's podcast? Yes. Uh, that's his, his video game. <laughs> his deep dive into the, the academia of video games. Game nerds of every color. Yes. With a U. But uh, the... I wonder how you'll... if Are you going to pick up Red Dead? Yeah, I have it reserved. It'll be here on Friday. So I wonder if that'll work or not. I, did, I, I got a hard gonna, copy in case I don't like it, because then I can just trade it trade in. It but in yeah. Same thing with Fallout 76, which I don't I don't know if I'm even going to like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I I might, but it it kind of seems like it might just end up being like Battle Royale and Fallout Universe. <laughs> like, no, not like quite. But I I don't know. I feel like the more that I see about that game and the more that I hear, I don't. I'm less interested than I was originally. I think, in terms of what you're going through, John, a lot of it to me at least is like I have a certain amount of time I can use to play video games, and if by some miracle that time lines up with everyone else's time, then I want to play Rainbow Six. Oh, I, I definitely think that's a factor. You know? Yeah. I definitely... That's part of the reason, like, I was I was a little reluctant in getting Black Ops was because I knew, I knew not everybody was getting it, and so it's like... It's going to split our player base. Yeah, you know? I don't think it's going to overtake... Like, overtake Rainbow I, Six. I, I already have to, like, beg Corey to play Rainbow Six, yeah. so... You know, I'm not going to beg him to play Black Ops, that's for sure. No, no, we'll see. If, it, you know, this week we don't play any Rainbow Six because you guys are playing Black Ops, and I'm going to regret sending that Discord message. And... No, no, I, I definitely want to play this If week. people hop in and say, hey, we're playing Rainbow Six, and can give me, like, a time frame, like, I'll jump in as soon as I can. Play like, right after this? Really? Yeah, you know, it, I mean, if I'm dying every 30 seconds anyways in Black Ops, like, I'd rather come over to Rainbow Six. Yeah, played around. I played one. I played one solo queue round today. Later, like after, like we got done playing, like I kind of dicked around on the internet for a bit, and then I jumped back into Rainbow Six just because I wanted to play something for yeah. a minute before I stopped playing for the day to like focus on like you know making sure I had news messages pinned and things in the Discord. And I, I did awesome. It was a great MVP, and it was I felt great. And then I stopped, and I was like, okay, I'm good. I think like, that's the biggest. Like time is a big factor in not getting invested in single-player games. Because a lot of them, I feel like, if you don't have at least a couple hours to sit down and play, you're not going to get hooked. Yeah. Like you, you're, Because you're not going to feel like you accomplished anything. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's why I like... Like, even though I do have hours straight to play, like, it's still appealing to me, like, playing games like Destiny and Rainbow Six and stuff, because... You can pick it up and drop yeah, it. Like, Destiny, I can log on knock out, like, a couple daily missions or whatever, and then feel like I accomplished something and log off, you know? But, uh, yeah. Well, in Rainbow Six, to me, it's not even, like... The thing about that game, I never really necessarily feel like I'm accomplishing anything because it's not, like... Well, you're adding to your level you're or starting alpha a game and finishing like it. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. Like I still just get the <clears throat> pure enjoyment of like actually playing that game is great. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like I'm progressing towards having better gear or getting the well. Chibi my point is, you're, you're, my gun, you but. are achieving what you set out to accomplish in a small amount of time. Yeah. Like, you're playing a round. I mean, they're going to win or gonna, lose yeah. in the next You're not going to have to stop hour. halfway through the round yeah. because it's, you know, 30 hours long like the single-player games are. Yeah. Yeah, but I also, I mean, for me even, with Rainbow Six specifically, it's a game where I started making it a point to get better, and I am. Like, yeah. I, I know I'm better at that. Like, my... 
my stats through like how much time have I wasted on Rainbow Six or whatever Rainbow Six R Six track or whatever the hell. Like yeah. my stats aren't very good. I think my KDR on PlayStation is like point eight four. <laughs> I think the one on uh, on PC is lower than that, but they're not great. Uh, but I I know like I've noticed and I can see improvement in the way I'm playing. So I'm more inclined to play something like that where I feel like I'm doing better. Yeah. Than in a game where I feel like I'm constantly failing, so yeah, no, that that makes sense. It's one of those things where I think the game is constantly stimulating because playing against human players, things are always different. Every yeah. round, things are different. Like even if I play castle the same time, same 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 each round or every defensive round still things go differently. I'm in a different location or the people are going to attack me from a different direction or, you know, right. It's going to be in a more exposed space, that type of stuff. So it's interesting. But anyway, anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. All this talk about video games makes me want to actually play some video games before the weekend's over. So we'll do that. Yep. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out midwestgamenerds.com slash links. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. And don't forget, the Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help us keep our shows alive and well. Please check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. Thanks again to Jason K and Gojo for their contributions. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do some form of Red Dead, like, initial impressions probably next weekend. Hopefully. Yep. Hopefully. Unless so we'll, we're too busy playing. I, we can even do it over Discord and record it for all yeah. I care. We can yeah. do something. We could do it while we're playing. I don't give a shit. It'll be an audio thing of some sort, so. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be in the feed. Um, it'll be interesting to play that game because I never played the first one. So At all? Nope. Didn't, didn't play it at all. can I don't I have it. No, I'm good. I'm he just had gonna... he had my copy for many years. Probably six years. Yeah, I'm just gonna jump into it, man. I'm jumping. In. I don't think you need to play the no, first. No, I don't think so either. I'm not even gonna play the story. I'm just gonna play online. So well, that's not gonna be out I for a month. Guess you're not playing on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Online doesn't launch comes out in November. November. Yeah. All right. So my initial impressions will happen in a month. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So that's all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please check out Project Stream if you get a chance. And again, hit up our Twitch so you can see some of those awesome Twitch streams that I've had up there playing Rainbow Six and Call of Duty. You can watch me lose a bunch. It's awesome. Other than that, we will see you next time. Peace.